You are locked on Redskins. Your daily Washington Redskins podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. Every day. Every day. This is the Locked on Redskins podcast. Good to have you with us. I'm Chris Russell, along with my son, Tyler, who's hanging out for with us. Yes, indeed. Um, all right, so here's the deal. We are going to be sound heavy on this particular episode because there isn't really a lot of news. We've had so much news over the last week between the Antonio Gandy-Golden situation and Cody Latimer and Dexter Manley and uh, the preseason schedule and everything that has been going on with the Washington Redskins. It is finally, I think, maybe, kind of, sort of, starting to slow down, right? A little bit, I think. Uh, So here's what we're going to do on this particular episode. We are going to hear from Adrian Peterson, who is not happy about the Redskins trading his buddy, Trent Williams. However, however, I will have a response to that. Because I understand Adrian's frustration, but I have a response to that. But first, what we wanted to do was continue our look at the rookies and letting you hear from the rookies. And Antonio Gibson, as the Redskins have cornered the market on offensive Antonios, we've heard from Antonio Gandy-Golden the last two episodes, and of course the big breaking news in our last episode that he had contracted COVID-19 and had successfully cleared it. But we heard from Antonio Gandy-Golden now... We have to give you an opportunity to hear from Antonio Gibson, the third round pick, number 66 overall from Memphis. So we're going to do that in just a sec. But first, we want to tell you that this episode of the Locked on Redskins podcast is brought to our good friends at Built Bar. BuiltBar.com is your way to save $10 off your first order. Yeah. All right. At BuiltBar.com, great tasting chocolate bars, protein bars, low sugar, low calorie, lots of flavors, $10 off. Use the promo code LOCKEDON at checkout at BuiltBar.com. And Tyler says go to BuiltBar.com indeed. All right. So Antonio Gibson, the Redskins third round pick. We're going to hear from him right now, part one, and then we'll hear part two coming up after that as well. So we try and get back on track. And then a little Adrian Peterson on Trent Williams right here, right now on the Locked on Redskins podcast. I was wondering, you have quite a uh, highlight tape of uh, certainly the last year. I I wondered if there was a play that's necessarily your favorite, something all the things, and then why that would be. Uh, I would say the kickoff return against SMU. Um, I think that was coming out from halftime. Um, I think we were down. And, um, you know, that kind of set the tone for the second half. Was there anything particular about that play that that you that you loved in in general, or just um, just the effort from my teammates? Um, they all got on their block. Uh, they fought through. Had enough time for me to get through. Um, after that, we all celebrated. So it was a good moment. Strong time. Hey, Antonio, congrats and thanks for doing this. We talked to you a lot about Christian McCaffrey and some of those skill set comparisons. Are there other players that you might look at and say, I think my game is a lot like theirs? Anybody else that you study that might apply as well? Um, a lot of people. Uh, I feel like, uh, one second. 
Uh, I feel like uh, I compare myself to like uh, I think David Montgomery. I remember him at Green Bay. Uh, he was running, catching. Um, Alvin Kamara is a good guy too. Um, you know, for running and ball and catching off as well. So it's a lot of guys out there um, that uh, take that role. Uh, I compare myself to a lot of people like that. If that's what I want to do. Hey, Antonio, uh, I was just curious if you've reached out with any of your new teammates and, and kind of trying to figure out which way you you feel more comfortable in the running back room or the wide receiver room. Um, not yet. Um, all that's coming into play. Um, they sent out some um, some gear for me to um, get started. But other than that, I um, haven't uh, really talked to them um, much. Ben Standing. Hey, Antonio, thanks uh, for doing this. Um, we're all obviously trying to figure out how they're going to deploy you and your position and things like that. I'm just curious, when you are yourself thinking about playing football, in your mind's eye, where are you on the field? What comes first to mind for you when you picture yourself out of the field and doing what you do? Um, if you ask that, uh, everywhere. Um, but uh, to answer your question, I see what you're trying to get at. To answer your question, uh, running back, uh, you know, the way the game's going um, today, a lot of running backs can play receiver. Um, I feel like that's that's the reason they love me so much, just being able to do both. Uh, so I'll, I think I'll start off in a running back room and, uh, you know, work my way to, you know, learning more positions. And, and within that running back space, again, I'm sure you can be deployed in many ways, but is there one, like, do you, like, line up behind, you know, in the, in the eye, offset, uh, you know, you know, go in motion. What, what to you is sort of the when you think about you, what you can do best. Where you kind of, what, what does your mind kind of go? Oh, uh, what I can do best. I feel like everything. Um, you know, I feel like it's just a repetition thing. Um, I'm, I'm, a, I'm used to the gun because that's where I came from, Memphis, and that's all I did was the gun. Um, I got a little bit of the eye formation um, at the senior bowl, but so to answer your question, I would say gun for me. Thank you, Michael Phillips. What, what was the process like for you figuring out what kind of position you could play, what you could do? Were you always trying to get coaches to see you in one way or another? What, what's that been like? Um, never. Uh, I feel like it started when I was younger. Um, they kind of realized I was an athlete, so I was always moved around offense and defense, um, especially in rec league. And when I got to high school, I was there for – I wanted to play receiver. And, you know, just out of like just out of curiosity of the coaches, I guess they start moving me around. I end up playing running back, I end up playing quarterback, I end up playing receiver, I end up playing cornerback, safety. Like, my, like I was just moved around to see like what else could he do. So um, I feel like it was more curiosity of the coaches um, to see like what all I can do. And I never had a problem with it because I love to play football. So I was always open minded. You ready to play both ways? Yes, sir. <laughs> Steve Wino. For um, the Redskins were saying that the, they uh, they noticed you at the Senior Bowl. Did you have any interaction with them there? And what do you kind of remember about that time? Um, it was hectic. Uh, I can't remember if I had an interaction with them at the Senior Bowl because it was just so much at the time. But um, I talked to a few people. Um, I think that's just when people was just starting to get to know me because um, I had just popped up on the scene. I ended up going to the Senior Bowl, and I was playing running back, which I didn't mostly play uh, at at Memphis, so um, I, I probably did, but I was getting a lot of feedback that I was doing good in practice. Um, just needed repetition from the eye formation. And, um, other than that, uh, you know, I feel like I made a, a lot of impressment. Impressed, I, I impressed a lot of people at the same boat. All right, so that is part one of Antonio Gibson meeting with the media about a week and a half or ago. Coming up, part two of the Redskins rookie. And listen, here's the bottom line. 
if you think that the Redskins drafted him to not play a major role and to just be a gadget type guy, no, 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 no. Now, is he going to play 70 snaps a game? No, he's not. He's got to learn how to be a running back. But once he figures out, hopefully he figures out instinctually how to be a running back, that dude's going to be on the field all along. Now, at first, he's probably going to have a limited skill set package where they incorporate him into the offense while he's learning how to track as a running back, how to make his reads, uh, and all that stuff. Again, remember, he's got 35 college carries. So don't forget about that. Antonio Gibson, though, at 225 is going to be a load to take down. And that's a good thing for the Washington Redskins. All right, part two coming up next right here on the Locked On Redskins podcast. All right, it is Chris Russell here, Locked On Redskins podcast. Once again, for our friends at Built Bar, builtbar.com. Go there right now, guys. Check out the amazing variety, the amazing flavors. They have a combination package. They have all sorts of individual flavors. Um, Again, I've been telling you, I reordered two boxes. I'm going to order a couple more because what I did was I put them in my refrigerator, right? Because I didn't... You know, I don't want the chocolate to melt. That's one thing that, you know, one little trick that you've got to do. You keep them nice and cold, and then you have a cool treat. It's almost like ice cream, but it's really a candy bar, and it's good for you. Seven times lower sugar than your leading men's protein bar. Calories between 110 and at max 180. I mean... You know, you burn five, six hundred, seven hundred calories in a workout. You need to refuel. It's a perfect, perfect refueling option. And again, very low in sugar, very low in calories. Bam, away you go. Go to builtbar.com and enter the promo code locked on at the checkout, and you will save ten dollars off your first order. That's builtbar.com. Builtbar.com. Get yours today. Save ten dollars with the promo code locked on. All right, we're back here on the Locked on Redskins podcast. I'm Chris Russell. Good to have you with us. And we bring you the rest of Redskins rookie Antonio Gibson. want you guys to hear from as many of the players as you can because I can talk on and on and on and drone on and on and on about everything that I know and everything that I'm hearing. And trust me, plenty of times I do. And you will hear from me. But I want you to hear from the players and the coaches as well. It's part of what we do right here on the Locked on Redskins podcast. Antonio Gibson. Who you look at yourself like as any player that you see in the league that you think um, your game is most aligned with. Who would you say is the player that your game is most uh, emulated after or like is the most comparable to? Uh, me personally, I would say Cordell Patterson uh, only because he plays special teams too. Um, I remember watching the game where he did punt. I think he was on kickoff return. Like I was just seeing him all over the field. And then he ended up in the backfield, and I was like, all right, like that's that's me right there. So I would say Cordero Patterson. Pete Haley. Hey, Antonio. Uh, you had to get through two years of junior college and then kind of a year at Memphis where you were waiting behind some guys before really taking off in 2019. So what was your approach to that? How were you able to stay so patient and keep yourself ready to seize the moment when it finally came? Um, just knowing myself, uh, being true to myself, uh, not letting any of that get to me. Um, I knew what I was capable of from the day I stepped in the door. Uh, it was just a matter of opportunity, so I had to wait. Um, a lot of people got to wait their turn. Um, it happens a lot in the league. Um, 
know, a lot of good guys coming in the league and, you know, just off of, just off of um, how things go, you just got to wait your turn, your opportunity to, um, you know, show what you can do. But that's what I had to do. And uh, I told myself when I when I got my opportunity, I was going to make the best of it. Hey, Antonio, Sam Fourier with the Washington Post. Thanks for doing this. Uh, the Redskins are, are looking for a lot of to retool on offense, and I'm wondering, even though this offseason might not be what you were hoping for, how big do you think your role could be right away? Um, right away, um, you know, I don't know. You got a lot of good guys, so that's up to coach and uh, you know the work I put in also. So you know that that comes with um, time. So I couldn't tell you right now. But Did you get the sense could, of this? Sorry, go ahead. But if I could, I would want to impact right away. I feel like I'm, I'm, I'm getting my playbook. I'm gonna learn what I need to learn, you know, from jump. Now. I'm gonna get to work. Thank you, Carrie Chow. Hey, what's going on, Antonio? Congratulations, first of all. Um, Carrie Chow with NBC4 Washington. Whether it's football, personal, uh, whatever it may be, for people who don't know you, what do you want people to know about Antonio Gibson? Um, I'm selfless. Uh, I'm always put in the work to uh, do what I need to do. And, uh, you know, I love giving back. So, uh, you know, just a respectful young kid who's ready to work. Darren Haynes. Hey, Antonio, how are you? I'm good. Thank you, thank you. Um, hey, if you can, I don't know if it's me, can you tilt your camera up just a little bit for the, uh, the TV folks? All right here. Yeah, I appreciate it, my man. Um, I mean, I, I actually want to go back to the question about the uh, the community college one and then, then going to Memphis. What did you learn about yourself going to a community college and then going to Memphis where you had to sort of prove yourself? Um, basically, I could overcome anything, I feel like. Uh, if you know about the Juca route, it's pretty tough. Um, I've seen a lot of great athletes come and go. And I mean, to like coming in and like going in a week. Uh, I remember one, I won't say his name, but he came in and simply because he was like, I miss my mom, like I'm homesick. Uh, so it's it's pretty tough um, out there. So, you know, I, I learned from myself that I can overcome anything, you know, just got to keep the right mindset. Thank you. Appreciate it. No Antonio Chipriere from ABC7 Washington, D.C. Thanks for doing this. Uh, we had a chance to kind of ask, uh, Antonio Gandy Golden, that you two guys actually have a bit of a relationship because you were yeah, going to wide receiver drills through the NFL draft combine. Uh, how has that relationship blossomed since then, knowing now that you guys are going to be teammates uh, within a couple of days? You found out, uh, like you said, uh, we was always around each other at the combine because our names were so similar, so uh, we got to follow each other around most of the uh, time throughout that process. Um, I got to know him a little bit um, throughout the process. Uh, he, Great kid, uh, talented. You know, I had to watch his highlights. Um, amazing athlete. Um, and when I heard he got drafted, it was funny because right before he got drafted, we was talking about him. I was like, it's a guy from Georgia. I was talking to my uh, parents. And um, I think somebody was like, oh, he just got drafted to the risk. And I was like, oh, that's crazy. Uh, but I knew how his phone was blowing up, so I waited until a little later to hit him up. And, uh, we was just talking about how he was ready to go to work. <laughs> that's very cool. Thank you. Uh, I, I, oh, WSA, I don't want to cut anybody off, but I, I, I do have a follow-up question to Chip yeah. because you were mentioning about uh, AGG and possibly reaching out to him. Um, we're going to be interviewing him next. What 
if you had if you wanted us to pass a message along to him, what kind of message would you like to say to him, sort of meeting him through us? Uh, I mean, I, I already met him, but uh, message pass on to him. Man, I don't know. Uh, like, let's get to work. It's so it's so weird with all this stuff going on. But all I can say is like, I'm ready to get on the field, you know, uh, and get to work with the um, you know, the older guys. I, I know it's gonna be so much to learn from them. Um, you know, I feel like it's gonna be exciting with me and him. Uh, you know, I'm pretty sure a lot of people gonna come up with a lot of nicknames and things like that for us. But uh, you know, I'm ready. I'm ready to get to work with him. Hey, Antonio, uh, this is Chris Russell from uh, SI.com and uh, 106.7 The Fan. Um, a quick question, like something that jumped out on, on, on the tape, a little bit of tape that I've been able to see, is you seem to take a lot of pride in breaking tackles. Is that, is that I guess, your, your size and your frame, or is that just keeping your legs turning? What do you attribute to that special skill, I guess? To me, with like arm tackles, uh, I just got this mindset: uh, one person is not gonna take me down. Um, I'm always fighting for extra yards. You'll never see me run out of bounds unless it's a game situation where I need to. But other than that, it's just in my mind: like if you come to me like with little arm tackles, or you don't really want to hit me, uh, you know, I'm running through it and I'm gonna keep going. All right, that is Antonio Gibson right here on the Locked on Redskins podcast. Again, thanks to the Redskins, redskins.com, for helping us out with that particular audio. Hope you guys enjoyed that. I think he's going to be great. I mean, again, don't expect him to carry the rock 20 times a game or anything like that. That's not what we're talking about here. I think if you approach it with a very specific, say, you know, package of plays, 10, 12, 13 snaps, somewhere in that range, uh, maybe touches, you know, eight to 10 touches, that type of thing. I think you're going to see him more as a receiver first than a running back, but you could certainly see him in some unique running back situations, maybe running a little jet sweep on a little shovel pitch toss option, that type of thing, because he's fast, he's big, and he's hard to tackle. So as long as you have your expectations in the right spot, I think Antonio Gibson could become, you know, what Corderell Patterson has been at his very best uh, in the NFL. Kick returner, jet sweep guy, gadget, carrying the ball, catching the ball, catching the rock. Like, think about that type skill set more than Christian McCaffrey. That's just my opinion, uh, and that's how I'll leave it, right? And I think at one point Antonio Gibson did refer to himself uh, as – you know, kind of thinking of himself more as Corderell Patterson, uh, who has had a you know fairly nice career uh, for himself. Um, all right, so this is the Locked On Redskins podcast. We'll step aside for one more timeout, and then we'll come back. And you will want to hear this audio and this cut from Adrian Peterson. We're going to have more from AP on the next episode of the Locked On Redskins podcast, but we're going to play just this cut for you right here and just a moment because you'll want to hear what his thoughts on Trent Williams and that trade were. And we'll have that for you next right here on LOR. All right, this is the Locked on Redskins podcast. I'm Chris Russell. Good to have you aboard. Let's not waste any time. Let's get out to Adrian Peterson. Again, he met with the media on Thursday via Zoom video conference as we've been doing all of these. And certainly the one cut that is going to make the headlines that jumped out is this about Trent Williams. We will have the rest of AP the next episode of the Locked on Redskins podcast. For now, we want to make sure you hear from Adrian Peterson on Trent Williams.
as it relates to Trent Williams, obviously he's now been traded to the 49ers. You guys play with each other at Oklahoma. What were your feelings when you found out that he was traded? Um, any conversation between the two of you wishing him luck? Just that kind of conversations. Um, you know, I didn't really – I didn't like the trade, obviously. I feel like Trent is the best office lineman in the game, you know, and I, I'm, able, I'm able to see him firsthand and what he's able to do. Um, you know, so – I was I was hoping that there would be some good ending to uh, you know to him and what the Redskins were you know were dealing with. But you know I'm ha- I'm happy for him. You know I've been knowing Trent since he was in high school, and um, as long as he's happy, you know that's that's all that matters. All right, once again that is Adrian Peterson talking about Trent Williams. So obviously he's not happy. Listen, from a personal standpoint, you get it right. They're best friends. They're good buddies. They're co-owners of uh, a gym down in Houston. Nobody wants to see. But, I mean, if Adrian Peterson really is unhappy, there's an easy way to solve that, right? He's not going anywhere, though, because he needs a job, quite honestly. He needs a paycheck, quite honestly. He's done a lot of good things here. He does a lot of good things for charity, but he needs a paycheck. You know, he's had some bad things happen to him, and I'm not here to necessarily dig into that, uh, but he needs a paycheck. We all need paychecks, right? I mean, that's what we do. So I don't look at that as a stain. He needs a paycheck. We all need to survive, right? So Adrian Peterson as well, going into the final year of his deal. Uh, again, if if he's that unhappy, he has a simple ability to walk away. He's not going to walk away because if he was going to walk away, it would it would have happened last year when on top of how they were treating Trent, then they benched him in week one, right? If he didn't walk away then, why would he walk away now? So he's not going to walk away. He's just voicing his opinion, and he's got every right to voice his opinion. I understand you want to defend a friend. The problem that I have is the defense of a friend last year made sense. The defense of a friend this year doesn't necessarily, well, understandable, it doesn't necessarily make sense because Trent Williams had one very easy opportunity. Come back and play for $12.5 million and... We'll bury the hatchet, and maybe we'll give you a contract extension at the end of August, midway through the season, whatever. And if it doesn't work out, if it's not working out, we can trade you before the trade deadline, or we let you go as a free agent. Trent Williams did not want to do that. He did not want to play for Ron Rivera, Dan Snyder, and Kyle Smith for his current contract. No guarantees, $12.5 million base, not guaranteed until week one. He was willing to do that for Kyle Shanahan. He was not willing to do that for Ron Rivera uh, and the Redskins. So, you know, it's hard to blame the Redskins. It's hard to blame the Redskins, who are not giving contract extensions to anybody. Ryan Kerrigan, Ryan Anderson, all of that. So... That's the bottom line. All right, that's going to do it for us right here on the Locked on Redskins podcast. I'm your host, Chris Russell. Again, brought to you by Built Bar. Check them out, builtbar.com. Have a great weekend.